Welcome to the Technesthetic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. This is your host, Randy. Hello. Hello, everyone. What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to talk about iPhone 13 uh, for certain reasons. We'll talk about the Twitch data breach that happened recently, along with the Steam Deck teardown that happened. Why not? And then we'll talk about New World because... You know, we've been playing that quite a bit. We're both playing it, yeah. Yeah, I think actually my whole friend group's playing it, which is very rare. Like, how often does that happen, right? Uh, it usually happens at like the beginning of games, but like yeah. I expected, I expected more people to fall off than what has. So yeah, well, you know what I think. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about New World at the end, but like I think what's keeping people into New World is like. They haven't got to play it enough yet to get tired of it. Like the queue times, yeah. <laughs> been pretty. Well, bad. there's no queues today, man. There's I no more queues anymore today. Oh, really? There's no queues. Yeah, they're gone. Fantastic, dude. About yeah. time. But we'll talk yeah. about that in a minute, dude. Let's let's go down the list, dude. A hot minute, dude. <clears throat> so I don't know why, but on our uh, list we got an iPhone 13 Pro to talk about, dude. I don't know why either. Dude, uh, it's not. Dude. It's not. It's not like either of us bought one or anything. So, uh, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler yeah. alert, dude. So, yeah. oh my god, dude. So, tell the stream the story, dude, because you went on travel, right? Yeah, so, and essentially, that's, it all went downhill from essentially, there. Essentially, I went on travel, and you know, for those of you who don't know me that well, I have very rarely left the tri-state area the tri-state area being pennsylvania new york and new jersey um i went to florida like once when i was nine but as far as like farther travel than that i i've never really done anything so uh so yeah so like i have this work trip coming up to nashville which is in tennessee and you know like i was pretty excited for it as, as like not having traveled a lot to you know go see the world go on an airplane do all like the things that people probably experienced you know, 15 years ago that I'm experiencing for the first time at 34. So, right. So, yeah. Uh, so I get to the airport and, like, uh, we, we flew American Airlines. Well, I flew American Airlines. And uh, you could, uh, like, check in and do your boarding pass and all that stuff uh, electronically. Right. So I, I downloaded the American Airlines app. You know, I got my boarding pass on my phone. And I was, like, going through the TSA, the flight pre-check, and I was, you know, boarding my flights at the terminal with my phone. I'm like, oh, man, this is really cool. It's really awesome, right? But then, like, I see everyone with, like, an iPhone. And right, yeah. while I had that functionality, uh, the people with the iPhone, uh, you can actually just load your boarding pass right into your wallet, like, wow. right into your Apple wallet. So, like, uh, they didn't have to, like unlock their phone open the american airlines app which is kind of it's it's not a bad app but it's not the best app right like it's right. not like it's not really uh optimized for i guess every screen shape so like having the fold excuse me and like having like the long the longer aspect ratio screen on the front like right. um, i don't know where my fold is right now but i should have showed you <laughs> i think but, that but, like, says it all then the bold the the uh the boarding pass like information was like uh like overlapping like the, like like you couldn't read the text at all uh, but that was fine again you know whatever i knew where i was going uh but like all these people with these iPhones were just having like a really seamless thing where they would just like 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 like, like double click the side of their phone and then just scan the boarding pass and get on like it just integrated into the software so really well so like oh man that sucks you know but hey i can unfold bang bang finger yeah. guns you know so it was kind of like I guess that was like the first, you know, nail in the coffin yeah. for me. I, I guess you could say was was that that, <laughs> that integration made me a little jealous, right? And uh, 
I do want to cover something else too, like kind of like a sidebar that's going to loop back into this. Yeah, sure. Uh, I watched Mr. Mobile's review of the iPhone 13 Pro, and he had shown a image where the phone died, where where he finally killed an iPhone 13 Pro. Uh, <laughs> and when the low battery light comes on, right? Like you know how you try to turn on an iPhone that's low battery, it just shows you like the red battery indicator. There's a message on the bottom that says boarding passes and travel passes are still ac- are, are still accessible. So. I feel like that's something that like only Apple would think of. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like like that's something that like I feel like you would only find on an Apple product where, you know, what happens if you run out of battery and your boarding pass is on your phone? What do you do in that situation? Yeah, you know? you're kind of screwed. So that was kind of cool, but I I didn't I, I didn't learn about that today, but I just wanted to touch on that. So like in case you're you guys are wondering, you know, or, or have any questions about, you know, having your boarding pass digitally. If you have an iPhone and you're running iOS 15, uh, you don't have to worry about that because they are a smart company. Yeah, um, I respect. So that. moving That's forward, cool. yeah, yeah. So moving forward, uh, you know, I got to. I live in a small town, right? So like, just straight up, I live in a small town. So, but they still told me to check in 90 minutes before my flight. Uh, and I was literally the only person in the airport. Like, Eric, I think I sent you a photo, and it was a ghost town. Like, I was the right. only person in the airport. How often do you go to the airport and you're the only person there? So needless to say, yeah. I went through TSA in, like, I would say probably 20 seconds, and then I just had to sit in a chair in the airport for two and a half hours right. for my plane to get there. Um, uh, I got there a little bit early because uh, Kelly gave me a ride before work. So, like, she wanted to, like, line it up, right? So, like, they said 90 minutes, but really I got there, like, two hours instead of an hour and a half. Uh, but by the time I went through TSA, went to the bathroom, got a coffee, and then got to my gate, uh, that, that ate up maybe 30 minutes, if that. Okay. Uh, so, I basically had about, you know, 90 minutes to two hours of just sitting there on my phone, which is fine because I have the Fold. You yeah. Know, it's, a, it's basically an entertainment device in your pants. Uh, yeah. I got uh, one of those. Yeah, dude. So, uh, and I actually planned my trip around taking as little as possible because as someone who didn't fly very much before, and by very much before, I mean like not at all, I didn't want to deal with the carry on. I wanted everything in one bag. So, I also had to take a suit. So, I also had to find a suit bag that would work as a carry on. Right. And uh, Amazon has these really nice bags. Again, kind of a sidebar, but in case anyone is interested, they're like 40 bucks. They're really cheap. Like, I'm sure it's not going to last a lifetime, but if you need something in a pinch, uh, you can buy this like rollable suit bag that basically okay. it kind of looks like a circular duffel bag, but the sides unfold and then lay flat. So the idea is, is you put your suit in this bag and then you roll up the sides around it. So like the suit becomes kind of like the walls of the bag. Right. And then you put all the other shit in the bag. Okay. Totally cool system. Totally oh, cool super system. Cool. So, uh, going back to that, you know, like because of how like the bag shape was, I couldn't take a laptop and I couldn't take an iPad. However, I did learn now that you can't take a carry on on a personal item, so I could have taken a, a, like a laptop bag or like my Peak Design bag as well. Yeah. Uh, but that's information for next time. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Uh, I had my fold, and I was you know just like chilling, you know, like doing like like not intensive tasks. Uh. I played one round of Magic the Gathering, which is probably the most intensive task I did. So let's say say 15 minutes of heavy gaming, if that, maybe 10, 15 minutes of heavy gaming. Right. Uh, browsed Reddit a little bit, read a book on my Kindle, 
um, and watched a download, uh, part of a downloaded YouTube video on my phone. And I say, and I say downloaded because it wasn't streaming it via mobile. So it should have been right. more battery efficient, theoretically. Right. Right. Uh, and then I get on my flight and, you know, uh, we taxied for about like 15 minutes and I flew to Charlotte, North Carolina. So my flight was about an hour 20. So now we're looking at roughly three hours, three and a half hours of usage because I wasn't on the phone the entire time. So let's call it three hours. Sure. It, it, I, I, I think it was realistically a little less. So I got off that plane and my battery was already 31%. Yeah, that's so insane. Yeah. literally from 8 a.m. Or sorry, yeah, 8 a.m. until about a 1230-ish. Right. Uh, my phone was dead. Like if I didn't pack, if I didn't pack a battery bank, I yeah. may not have been able to board my next flight because I had a four-hour <laughs> layover. That's insane. So, yeah. so think about that for a second. And like you know, every everyone else is like, oh, dude, you could have just used a charger in the airport. Yeah, but one who wants to be tethered to a five-volt wall outlet in the airport with right. everyone else who's tethered to a five-volt wall outlet <laughs> in the airport. And number two, they're all USB-A. Yeah. So I couldn't have used my cable anyway, and they don't provide a cable. No. So no, if I didn't you... pack a battery bank, I would have been in big trouble. Yeah. Uh, and and realistically, that was kind of a, a big drawback for me. Like, that was a problem. Like, yeah. again, I don't travel a lot, but, like, when, when, when I'm at home, I kind of always knew the Fold had not good battery life. Right. But it was never an issue because, like, I have a wireless charger on my desk at home. I have a wireless charger on my desk at work. You know, I have the wireless charging mat in my Tesla. You know, yeah. it's like it's like if my phone is down, it's always on the charger. Uh, right. But when you're looking at the ultimate mobile device, like the ultimate portability device, if it's dead, it doesn't matter if it folds or unfolds. It's useless at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, 100 percent, dude. Like, um, you know, one thing that, um, you know, and. and it it brings me back to whenever I have uh, friends over in the evenings, right? Like oftentimes right. I'll um, we host these little friend parties. Everybody comes over and we'll play different games like Jackbox, Party Pack. Use your phone to sure. play. Sure, and sure. All it, I just remember all the Android users being like, "Yo, you got a battery bank, dude? You got where's your yeah. USB cable?" Like, yeah, and like every time, <laughs> and like this is this is like systemic across the Android operating system. It is. This isn't just. You know the fold. I mean, the fold is exceptionally bad, and, and not like a bad phone. I think it's probably the only phone that really makes my brain hurt when I decide if I'm going to use an iPhone or an Android phone. And 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 I think you kind of would agree with that, right? Like I, I think agree. You're kind yeah. of in the camp too, where like the fold is the only phone that would make you betray Mr. Cook. No, hundred uh, percent. I mean, it's. I think um, there's a couple big, big, big things. Like there's a couple things that I could live without that I actually love. Like the double animation speed, I could live without. There's certain things that I really don't want to live without. Um, multitasking, like having the big screen, all these things. Yeah, that's amazing. They're yeah, so big amazing. boons to the fold experience. Like it's just so good. You don't leave losing that hurts. You know what I mean? It hurts a lot. Like like uh, we had a discussion um, a little bit ago, and I'll get into that in a second. Uh, but just like rant out my trip a little. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, again, you know, I try to travel as little as possible, and like, I don't trust people. So, like, flying my first time, I didn't want to take my camera. You know, I just didn't want to do it. 
Uh, but now having gone through TSA and all that stuff, I could probably take my camera next time. Like, I think that I would probably pack my same bag with just clothes. And then I would take like a personal bag, yeah. prob- prob- probably my Peak Design Messenger. And I would put my MacBook and iPad in the back and then like my camera and one lens in the front. Uh, yeah, I've done because, similar. Like with the so, carry-on. So, so that's probably what I would do. Uh, I will say that like TSA was like really super nice at like every airport I've encountered them at. I don't know like if that's indicative of just like how I present myself or if that's I just got really lucky because like my experiences is basically in a vacuum, right? Like I've had TSA experience at two airports. So uh, but they were right. both really, really awesome people, you know, like they were really nice. Uh, had no like like altercations or like problems with them like being mean or mishandling my my shit. You know they were, yeah. It's a pretty pleasant experience. That's good. But uh, the fold being my only camera, which is a decent camera, it's a great camera. Um, I've noticed that when you when you're in an area that you haven't been in before and you want to take pictures and kind of capture the moment to bring back to your friends or your family to like show them like your trip. You know, I I, I think that when you rely and this is maybe where you and I are a bit a bit misinformed. I don't know if misinformed is the right word, but a bit jaded, right? right? So, like, if our camera on our phone screws up in everyday use, I don't really notice it because I don't really care what the picture looks like. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I'm going out to take pictures, I use my normal camera. So, like, maybe that's on me for always being a little less... Uh, less critical of phone cameras. Yeah. But there were three times down there where the fold camera uh, either wouldn't open. Excuse me. Just straight up wouldn't open. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Got him, dude. Uh, just, yeah, dude. Killed it. <laughs> yeah, just straight up wouldn't open. Or the camera would open and pressing the shutter button would do nothing. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like I would have to go in and force close it and then oh launch it and and then it would work again but like i think a good example is like um uh this country artist down there he's apparently really big i don't really know who he is montgomery gentry was there okay i don't um, know he's apparently like super big in the country like uh like like massive you know okay. what I mean? uh and it was tootsie's 60th anniversary tootsie's is like one of the most popular bars down there i think it's actually the one that like garth brooks got started at if, if wow. you know who garth brooks is uh, i know so, like, that he, he was discovered at tootsie's bar i believe that's the story and it was their 60th anniversary like they closed down the main street in nashville and this concert was going on and one of my coworkers, we just happened to walk past the backstage section when montgomery gentry was there and she got a picture with him like he stopped oh, for wow. a second and like put his arm around her and posed for a picture, and that's when my fold camera wouldn't take a shot. Thankfully, oh, her no. boyfriend was there and okay. he got the shot, but that's, I no. didn't get anything. That's the yeah. worst, dude. That- yeah, <laughs> I, I mean to be fair, he also had a Samsung phone. Okay, and but so, so it's like it wasn't like oh man, the iPhone succeeded and the Samsung didn't. But no. but I can tell you in that moment, my phone did not take it the picture you. at all. The did not take the you. picture. Yeah, that's nuts. And uh. Uh, there was just some other things that, like, I was maybe a little bit hypercritical about with the camera. Uh, like, the night mode just turned everything into a blur fest. So right. I basically had to go into the pro settings and then just kind of do it myself, uh, I guess. That's a f- uh, yeah. But yeah, with all of the neon down there and like bright streetlights and stuff, it, right. it it just every picture I took in auto mode just looked washed. It it, it just washed out. It looked bad. Dang. I'm kind of sad you didn't bring your like big old camera because yeah, me too. Like it would have been sick to for a photography standpoint. 
Yeah. You know what I but, mean? But, you know, first time traveling on, on, on like an airplane and stuff, I just, I don't know, it, it was kind of a learning experience for me, so I just didn't do it. First uh, time on also, an airplane ever, dude? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Well, well, theoretically, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I was nine when I flew to Florida to go to Disney World. Yeah. So, like, so like you know first how, time as how, an like, adult, my dad man? passed away when I was nine. Yeah. Well, like, I was with my mom and my dad and my aunt yeah. and stuff, and I was nine, and it was a direct flight from here to Florida and a direct flight from Florida back to here. Right. So it was my first time flying after 9-11, my first time flying since I was nine, wow. my first time flying alone, my first yeah. time with a layover. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. So like, so like, yeah, it was my first time for for a lot of yeah, those. Yeah, you things. were just kind of nervous. So yeah. about it a little bit, like you didn't know. What yeah. Be. So like, and, and like, I remember watching a video like a couple of years ago of like Jared Poland, and like now that I know he's kind of like not a nice human sometimes. He had mentioned <laughs> that he went through TSA one time, and he was, and they were going through his camera bag. And he was like, this is my livelihood. Please be careful with this. Please be careful with this. And they, and they like opened the bag and like, you know how a camera bags like open from the back? Yeah. Well, it wasn't zipped and they picked it up and like three or four oh. lenses and this camera body fell out onto the floor. Oh my God, uh, dude. So like I heard that story and I'm like, I'm not going to bring it, you know? So, yeah, but that was but like after on, dealing uh... with them, after dealing with them, I would definitely bring it because they were super yeah. nice people. Wow. Um. I mean, he flies uh, a lot, so it's he's bound to run yeah. into like a bad experience at some yeah. point. Yeah, but yeah, like, I guess you could have those anywhere. But yeah. I just want to, you know, if anyone is a TSA uh, officer or official here right. listening, uh, you guys are pretty awesome because because that was a pretty <laughs> pretty good. seamless trip. Yeah, uh, and then of course, you know, right on Broadway in Nashville, uh, which is like the main strip in Nashville. You know, right, like it's like it's like the hot spot. Apple has the most standout gorgeous store that i i've ever seen oh my um, gosh yeah you sent me a picture it was like the glass front it was beautiful yeah so so like i'm six foot i would say of, of course it's right on the corner so like the entire corner is made of glass yes and i would say that the glass there is probably 65 or 70 feet in the sky wow and uh i'm really weak so if that doesn't so it's like walking past that doesn't make you want to buy an, an iPhone. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so like here I am, you know, already walking around Nashville with my fold in my pocket, which is already a brick. Yeah. And I have a USB-C cable basically going through my belt loops to my other pocket that has my wallet and battery bank in it, walking past an iPhone store yep. and just weeping. Wow. Because I know that if I had an iPhone in my pants, yep. this would not be an issue. Nothing would be an issue. Everything would have worked. I'm gonna show um, the. Uh, I'm gonna show the the picture you sent me. You okay. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, yeah bring yeah, it up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it was this one. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was absolutely gorgeous. And like, so like, see those like like red and blue domes right yeah, there. Yeah, ours had the same thing. I don't know if you could see it, but like a matching iPhone color is right in front of it. Yeah, you can't and really see it. It just here, looks but... so. Yeah, yeah, because it's out in the fold. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, 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 the it's, resolution. It's just a phone well, you probably yeah. didn't send yeah. me uh, native res either. I don't know. Uh, so I I don't remember to be honest with you, but yeah, yeah, that store and and like it's really funny because like downtown Nashville is like it's it, it it's booming. Like there's neon lights everywhere. There's people everywhere, and somehow the Apple store still stood out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like in a shopping mall where, like, the bar is set really low to look different. No, no. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, It looks so good. I mean, they kill it, right? Their stores are just so fun to go to. It's not the best one I've been to. Like, that one looks cool, but I've been to, like, some of the coolest ones, like, in New York City and, like, Yeah, I've been uh, to the New York City one, too. Um, Uh, uh, 
I think what makes that one really cool is like yeah. I'm not sure if any of our listeners have ever been to Nashville before, but a lot of the streets are really, really old like brick buildings that are just made into bars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it kind of looks like which which is gorgeous by the way. Like 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 it's Americana true and true. But to see that big glass monolith basically surrounded by brick and mortar yep. kind of made it stand out a little bit more. You know what I mean? Oh, a thousand percent, dude. Yeah. No, I mean, a hundred percent here. I'll, I'm going to show the, uh, fifth Avenue Apple store. Uh, yeah, dude, bring it those. up. I got a couple, you know, I was looking at different images. This is how it is. Yeah. It, and then that, that one goes underground, right? It does. So it's like this yeah. glass box and you go down. I, I was just looking at different images on, um, on image search, but so so I've been in that store. The problem with that store yeah. is if is is if he took that picture like thirty degrees to the right, yeah. it's a shithole. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, it uh, is. When I went there, there was all like broken down construction signs and stuff yeah. all over the floor. This is what it looks like on the inside, though. It's uh, it's like you go down this staircase. That's yeah, just gorgeous. amazing. Yeah, and yeah, it's uh, so nice. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Like. Talk about aesthetic, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that's, you know a, that's what, what I love. I kind of wish that Apple sold like a like coffee mugs that was like Apple Store Nashville. I would buy those. Yeah. You know, you like how they have them for like Starbucks and stuff. Yeah, dude, dude. I would buy them for that'd Apple be nuts, stores. right? Yeah. I think that'd be great <laughs> business opportunity, but yeah. you know, I get it. It's really cool though. It is really cool. But yeah, so like the fold, you know, it, it clearly didn't uh perform for you. And the battery was a real pain. Like you were messaging me yeah. the, the whole trip, like yo, and I was like yo, battery check, and you you tell me it was like you know draining. It just it just constantly drains, and like you know going going back to Android efficiencies, like sometimes YouTube Advanced Micro G would be at yeah. the top of my list, and like I dude, I even launched YouTube today. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. You know, like like I don't know. Just things like that are still. It's 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 a pros and cons game, dude. Like you know the multi, you know because you can do things like multitask so uh, intense, you know, on an Android device. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna pay for that, right? You're gonna pay for that, and you know I also have to give Apple some credit. They have amazing chips that are uh, have amazing performance per watt, and they just kill it. Like I was looking at Geekbench scores today with like the Fold against like the 12 Pro. And I was like, the 12 Pro beats the Fold Three, and yep. like in and it like almost double in graphics, uh, if I remember correctly. And now we're on the 13, which is even better. Um, it's I, it's kind of crazy. And then the I, fact that like it's so good, but you can't really use all that potential as much because the software I, doesn't let you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I think a good point of that is I'm strongly considering ditching yeah. my. M1 iPad Pro. That's kind mini. of insane, dude. Like if you if we go back for the mini. Yeah, for the okay, mini. Okay, wow. That's yeah. interesting. So, you know, I was going to ask you this on podcast cuz yeah, you know, when it. I was looking at your situation specifically cuz I was thinking, okay, well, he has a lot of options. He has the Fold 3, he has the iPhone 13 Pro. Now he has to pick, like, yep, there's... Zoom is really bad today. Well, the Zoom is bad, but the Zoom uh, call quality isn't good either. But yeah, Yeah. look at that boy. Look at that boy. No, I mean, like, the Zoom call quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad, dude. Um, But yeah, it's just upsetting because, 
you know, you have all these options that are really good. It's just trying to figure out the optimal, like we shouldn't, like most people don't think this hard into it, but like we do, <laughs> it kind of, yeah. it's funny if you yeah. think about it, but, uh, yeah, no, like Kelly said the same thing. She's like, she's like, it's just a phone. Just pick one. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I wish I was like that because, yeah. uh, you know, I asked you today, I was like, well, which phone does, uh, Peter McKinnon use? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, I'm glad you brought that up and like, you can continue, but like, well, you know, that, the whole, my whole think, thought thread was you know? like, think about who he is as a person, right? Like he's not sitting here dwelling on which phone is best. He just gets the one that is reliable. It's going to work when he needs it. It's, yeah. it's in his pocket. It's his, it's a tool that he uses yeah. for phone things. And then he goes about his life doing whatever he wants to do, whether, yeah. you know, it's stuff for his job, whether it's like photography there's just other things that would be more productive to dwell on. I think he mentions that in his 12 video too about yeah. why he's why he sticks with iPhone and he basically gave three responses. He says, "It's reliable, it works when I need it, the battery life is killer, so if he's out taking photos, he never has to worry about his phone not being being dead." Right. And he said that as a photographer, he 99% of the time has a camera on him. Yeah. But the 1% of the time he doesn't, he wants to have the best camera possible in his pocket. Yeah. And that makes and I'm, perfect and I'm sense. And like, I'm like, I get it, you know? Uh, you can't argue with that. Like, yeah. it, it yeah. can be that simple, you know? When I yeah. went, when I left the Fold 2 and went back to iPhone, you know, one of the things that, you know, I forgot really until recently when we were talking about this, one of the things that I used to justify that action, because even though the Fold 2 is so powerful, the it's like the phone isn't really the optimal device to be using typically. Like, uh, if yeah, I'm at home or point. at yeah. the office, I have access to many other devices. Typically, it's my if I'm at work, it's my MacBook Pro. If I'm at home, I have unlimited amount of devices that I, I should be yep. using. If I'm watching unlimited YouTube videos, I should be watching them on the computer, my MacBook, or the TV. If I'm Redditing, it's probably going to be best on the MacBook or my computer. Um, the only time it really matters is like if I'm on the toilet. Dude, come on. Like, get off the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, do I really want to argue that strongly for the fold when it's for my toilet so, experience, dude? No. So, so here's kind of where I'm at with that, too. Yeah. Because, like, that statement you, you said you said to me about Peter McKinnon really made me think yeah. a lot, actually. I knew because, it was going to be powerful if I said well, that. <laughs> well, it is because, like, I'm a fan of his, obviously, yeah, right? But 100%. it's also. Well, it's a mindset. I knew that the mindset would get you. So, like, here's the problem, right? Like, I spend a lot of time on my fold. I spend yeah. a ton of time on my fold. Like, like we, we discussed that, which is kind of a testament to how good the fold is. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, am I looking for a device to waste my life on? Yeah. Or do I want a device that's a life companion while I do other things? Exactly. Uh, that was my biggest argument with the peter mckinnon standpoint right yeah because that's how he uses his phone it's a mm -hmm. life companion to to augment his life experience it, yeah. that sounds very yeah. it's a tool corny, for him it's a tool for him yeah but that's what it is and i don't need a phone that can do everything i really don't i need right. i need the phone to do phone right. things as good as it can sounds like you're talking yourself into a 13 pro yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that was funny because I was uh, I was talking to uh, my wife about this uh, the other day, and um, 
I just got done saying you were weak for going uh, to get the 13 Pro. And then Amanda's like, you're weak. Yeah, like, dude. I, I didn't even weak say. Boy, I didn't even. Te- I didn't even tell her. She already her. knows where your brain is. Yeah, dude. she does, dude. She knows what's up. And I was. She's like, "Don't, don't do it." I'm like, "What?" I didn't even say I was gonna get it. I was talking about Randy. He's like, "She's like, don't do it." Don't do it. <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean, don't do it, dude? I'm not doing anything. I'm happy, dude." Um, uh, I, you know, here's the thing. I do miss iPhone already. Um, you know, there are every day I wish I had home kit because I can't do stuff like, um, easily with my smart home anymore. And, uh, it's, it you're going to have to help me with that off, 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 off show. Dude, or, I love home kit. I'll help you. Or maybe we can kind of do like a, like a, like an offshoot recording just in case anyone else has any issues. You know what I mean? Like we could just not do a podcast, but kind of just do like a, I don't know. Yeah, we could, we could do it. Yeah. Just, uh, uh we'll work it out. Uh, but you know, HomeKit is one of my favorite things about, uh, that's kind of like a, a sleeper amazing feature. If you're not, if you don't have smart home tech, look at HomeKit compatible products, dude, because HomeKit is really solid. Um, it's probably the best smart home, uh, stuff you can do right now. Um, in my opinion, there's alternate options, of course, if you're not an Apple user, but it's really, really good if you are and, uh, you should be using it. And then like, a couple other things like I miss like the stupid stuff like Apple TV remote. I love using my phone. Like if I can't find the freaking remote, I, I can haven't just really use my tried phone. that that often, but I probably should. It's just a slide down, dude. Like you slide from the top right and then poke the remote. Okay, button. okay, can <sighs> and then it's there. And you know what's awesome about it is that's like, something I re- that's something I I really miss. So like wipe up on the home screen is useless on that phone. It does nothing. It does nothing. Right. That's so true. like and swipe down from anywhere is search. I like that though. Like on Android to to get to my search, I have to swipe up, then poke, right? Hear That's me like out. two steps. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. I want to swipe up to search mm. and swipe down from anywhere for for control center. Instead of having to go up to the top. Instead of having to do the top right. Okay. Yeah, I mean that could make sense. Why you know, why not do that? You're already Well, I think the swipe up argument is they want any swipe up to sort of be your control, not control center, but what do you, the app select switcher? Yeah, but it does um, nothing for, um, unless you swipe from the bottom edge. It does nothing yeah. if you swipe from the middle. You, so. Yeah, so you're saying like make the middle swipe um, yeah, yeah, into like, something just like, like that. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't do anything right now. Yeah. So so have it do that, and yeah. then... Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that... I would like to go back to iPhone, but it's just, it's just, you know, the fold is so good. The fold is great. The, the fold, fold is, is great so phone, good. Like, 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 like I'm not going to sit there and say that it's not a good phone. Right. Uh, but I'm someone who, I don't want to say like I have fear of missing out because I definitely do, yeah. but I don't think that's what this is. Um, so like, uh, my old friend from work, Donnie, he, he's retired now. He's, a, he, he's, he's, he's an older guy. He just got a 13 Pro or, or ordered a 13 Pro. It didn't come in yet. And he got the 128. And, right. and, and I asked him, why don't you get the 256 so you can get ProRes and all that stuff? And he says that he would never use that feature so he didn't get it. Right. So that's his mindset. That's, fair, that's his yeah. mindset. And it makes sense. My mindset is, I said, that's a very good point. I, I, I would rarely use it either. I just don't like being locked out of features. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, so so I got the two fifty six 
even though I've never even touched 128 on any iPhone. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I didn't want to be locked out of a feature. But, uh, you know, to be fair, like, I could see you and I using ProRes. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like uh, we're getting into video. I'm sure that's going to work really well in DaVinci Resolve when I, trans- when I transferred over USB 2.0. Though. God damn. Um, well, uh, see which, the- by the way, by the way, did you see Michael Fisher kind of bitched about that a little bit, too? No, what was that? Yeah. Oh, about how, like... Uh, the USB... Yeah, about like how Apple embraces the ecosystem and yeah, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, USB C ecosystem, and they are so all in on USB C that their laptops only come with USB C. Uh, Yet their phone still uses a five watt USB 2.0 port. I get it, but like AirDrop is good. AirDrop is good. Okay, okay. So so here's a here's a realistic issue I had today. Okay. Okay. I had my MacBook with me. Right. Okay. And I'm still, quote, new to iPhone, right? So when I open my messages, it says, uploading to iCloud paused, plug in your device and connect to Wi Fi because it won't do it over mobile. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, because, what? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. If you wait, do, wait. If, but you if connect you do, to like, Wi Fi, though. Right. What? Like, if you connect to Wi Fi, you're good, though. No. You have, you have, it has to be plugged in and connected to mobile. And, and plugged connected to in, Wi-Fi. like, charging? Yeah. Yeah, like okay. charging. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because because it's basically so like I have a ton of messages like like I think my iCloud to sync up, yeah. Me- messages is like 2 gigs between my iPad and my MacBook and stuff just cuz I I don't delete my messages. Yeah, but 2 gigs know? is 2 gigs, dude. I get it. I get it. But Apple doesn't let you do that unless you meet those two special snowflake criteria. Unless you're which charging is, which is, and on Wi-Fi. You can't right, do which it is, on cellular. Right. Even if you unplugged. have unlimited 5G, you correct, can't Correct. That's some shit, which it, dude. Which is which is pretty typical of Apple, you know. It's like do it our way, or just don't you, or just don't do it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but any, anyway, I, I, I digress. That wasn't the point of my argument. The point of my argument was, I was sitting at my desk and I wanted to finish setting up my phone, but I didn't have a lightning cable. Why would I have a lightning cable? One device on the planet uses this. Right. I have like thirty USB C cables. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, wh- like that was a little frustrating. I, I, I mean, just just calling the spade a spade. That's frustrating. That sucks. Okay, so you wanted to plug in to charge and you couldn't. Not because I had to charge because the battery is ridiculous, but I wanted to plug in because I because I had to charge in order for my messages to sync. Well, did you not have like uh, wireless charging? Would would that work? If you had, I don't know. The, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Like if you just set it on, I there. could try it right now. I, I think right that um, while we're talking, I'll see if it kicks over. Yeah, either wireless charging or if you use the. Uh, I mean, you would it would have to work if you had. Uh, what do you call the puck boys? MagSafe. MagSafe. It, it definitely works over MagSafe. Yeah. So, like, I, I would assume if you're on MagSafe, obviously you'd be good. But um, yeah, yeah, probably standard probably. Wi- wireless charging. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> if not, that's really dumb. Um, yeah. Okay, that's annoying. But like, and, and I get it. Like, I I really do wish the iPhone had USB C. They're talking about like in the EU forcing uh, Apple to do that. I don't know if that's going to come to fruition. They'll probably sooner just get rid of the port altogether. I don't know. Um, but I, as far as the argument is data transfer speeds go, I think that uh, with uh, AirDrop being so good, uh, in our case, we're, we're okay. But like a lot of people have iPhones, don't have Macs. I know so many iPhone users that don't have Macs. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and they basically have no way to get this, these videos off. Uh, other than USB two speeds, which is just mind-numbingly bad, and Kelly doesn't have one. Yeah, uh, so she she has an iPad though, so like so like she would do photo, video edit, editing on her iPad. You could do that, yeah. 
Yeah. Especially because she has the big boy iPad. Yeah, so she, she, she has the M1 12.9. So yeah. like that thing would probably absolutely chew through LumaFusion. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and the iPad, you know, Looks that's like another... A, the, yeah. It's just, just to interrupt you right there. Go ahead. Um, uh, hold on. It just... You're fine, dude. I'm just chilling, talking about Sorry. iPhones here. Yeah. Uh, continue your thought. I don't have one, dude. I'm just saying. I was just saying the pros and cons. You know what I mean? Like that when it comes to iPhone, um, there's always pros and cons. The USB two speeds suck, but I don't really care. I have wireless. I have a uh, AirDrop. Uh, so, and it saved me when I was transferring all stuff off. My yeah, I get 12 it. Pro I like AirDrop. Uh, it worked really well. It worked like uh, perfectly, and it wasn't that slow or anything. So, you know, it was much faster than yeah. USB two. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I get the criticism. I get the criticism. Um, so like you know, it's, it's it's little things like that. Um, like the the workaround for opening Reddit links in Apollo is kind of jank. You know, like just yeah. let me pick a default app, man. Yeah, like, come on. You know. Is I'm now. like let me ask you this, dude. So you've had you have the fold still. Um, I do. You have to make a decision on your combo, your yeah. of devices. I have 45 right? days. So till t- yeah, before you're locked into whatever you yeah. have, because uh, you could always return the iPhone at this point. Mm-hmm. So you have flexibility, dude. You have a lot of options. I, I think you, I'd you know, be out like 50 bucks restocking fee on the phone, but yeah. that's, that is what it is. I don't even know if you get charged for that. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I think Best Buy has a fifty dollars restocking fee. Oh, uh, you went to Best Buy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went to Best Buy for two reasons. One, they had it in stock. Uh, that which makes sense. The Apple Store says not in stock until like middle of November. Yeah. And two, I'm an Elite Plus member, so I have a forty-five day return policy. So that's good. That's good. So uh, okay. So real quick. Yeah. Go um, ahead. Uh, the upload the iCloud sync does not work on a normal wireless charger. That's ridiculous. It's plugged in. It was not, it's not oh, plugged in. Man, it's charging shit. on the wireless charger. If that's I mean, true, not, that's some bullshit. Yeah, I can take a picture. I mean, no, <laughs> it's, it, I believe it, you. It it's just like that's some bullshit. It's literally charging right now on the charger, and it says uh, upload to iCloud paused, plug in your device, and connect to Wi Fi. And I'm on Wi Fi, and it's charging on the wireless. Plug charger. in your device. Yeah. Dude. Get out of here. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's stupid. I don't use iCloud backup really for anything major anyway. Well, <laughs> how do you sync your messages between devices then? I, I don't. don't. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. I okay. don't. Okay. I don't care like, about like, my old messages. Uh, well, that's like a killer feature for me. Well, like even, even your current ones, right? Like it'll keep your messages current across devices. Yeah. But I mean, we went from iOS to Android. Did you do that? Did you transfer? Well, no, I didn't sync those. No, we can't do that. Though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, de- also, like whenever also, I get a new phone, it's just ooh, like whatever. Ooh, I'm big resetting. Pet peeve. Big, big pet peeve. Well, okay. Let me show the audience this actually, because we're sure, on the topic it, of dude. messages. There he goes, dude. He's off on a journey. On the top, pet peeve. Let's go, dude. What do you got? There it is. Yeah. So, uh, I have not used this phone at all today. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, but how? You know what's so satisfying? Yeah. The one-handed close, dude. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, for sure. So, if I go to my text messages, right? Yeah. He's navigating. It's 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 all good. 
So I'm 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 in my Google text messages, right? Yes. Uh, put it my phone. Anyway, the point the is is I light. can only go back that far. That's it. Wait, what? That's it. That's it. What? That's all I got. Are you that's serious? All, that's that's all the message history I have. Wait, why? That's it. That's it. That's all I got. What the hell? And 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 it's like that for everyone. Look, look. Here's a here's a, another conversation. That's it. That's as far back as I go. Wait, are you kidding me? That's it. That's so BS. like I can't like search message message history or anything. But then on my iPhone, if I go to the same person, I have message history back from 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 when I had my old phone. That's crazy. It'll, it'll just keep loading and more and more and more. That's amazing. So that's a big pet peeve for me, dude. Why does Google do that? I have no idea, that's dude. It's, so it's, stupid. It's, it's miserable, dude. It's absolutely I hate miserable. That dude. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, no, because so like, like I often I couldn't like, hear your comments because my headphones was off, but but yeah, so that I was just saying that's, that's kind of weird, right? I mean, it yeah, reminds dude, me of it? like when we chat on Element, like I you know I just scrolled all the way back up to get that picture yeah. you sent me, yeah, and like Can't do that. I, I wouldn't mm, be able to do allowed, that dude. on the freaking Google. not allowed on the fold, dude. That's nutty. Is that exclusive to the Google Messenger or is that Samsung Messenger? Is that I wonder. I think it's definitely exclusive to the Google Messenger. It probably but would be because it does the sync. So but it, you have to use the Google Messenger if you want. Um, I'm using it. I'm pretty. If you sure. want RCS, yeah. So, I'm using so, it. so, so, so it's one of those catch catch twenty two things again. So, by by the way, guys, I'm also at eighty two percent battery life on my Fold. Yep. Uh, and I charged it at here. I charged it at. It was off the charger at. 10 a.m. because I charge it at work. Okay. So from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., I'm at 82 percent, and my screen on time is two minutes. Okay. Okay. So I lost 20 percent just breathing, essentially. Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm gonna do, dude. Because I, I know that you know we talk about like you know obviously I've been tempted to go back. I've already kind of committed to the fold. I'm gonna hold on to it for another cycle, so I won't change out until next iPhone at, at the uh-huh. least. Um, mm-hmm. As much as like the thirteen Christmas, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do What's it. Today's date, dude. Today's dude, date, dude, dude, dude. Chat listeners, it's ten seven. Yep, ten seven's a good day. You know why? Why? Because this is the day when I'm gonna make a prediction that no. Eric will have an iPhone thirteen no. by the time Santa comes down that chimney. That's not gonna happen, dude. Uh, <laughs> I hope, dude. I swear to God, if we have a podcast, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> I just bought an iPhone, dude. No, yeah, it's not gonna happen, dude. I can't do it. Uh, I'll be tempted. I don't know, man. It depends. It would have to. The fold would have to piss me off, right? And so far, that, that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. It pissed me off. The phone pissed me off. Right. And and I get it. Uh, but in your case, I feel like the battery. I mean, the camera issue you had a hundred percent would piss me off. The battery thing, I think, is one of those things that you can mitigate battery banks you know they got really nice like wireless charging battery banks now too and shit like i would just be okay um you know i'd probably get like a fast charging battery bank or something and uh if i was going on travel and i needed it right but other than that uh the fold hasn't disappointed me personally it's it's had a couple issues every now and then but like you know the iphone can have issues every now and then too so yeah. i yeah. think that those are Every issue I've had has been like one that I could fix quickly and uh, quick enough to where it's not a deal breaker. It's still an amazing device. 
it's pros. I'm feeling them every day. Um, but like, it doesn't really matter. I think either phone would be fantastic. Uh, in your case, you know, you want to choose your ultimate combo. The iPad mini is an option, you know, using like an iPhone and iPads an option using the phone and a fold as an option. What do you think? Yeah. Dude? Which, which, what's the combo you're leaning towards? I'm probably going to end up, um, I want to say getting a watch tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and then if you're getting a watch, dude, you're locked in 45 days, dude. I I'm using the phone for sure. I think I'm at that point. Okay. I think, I, I think that, you know, a lot of my friends use iMessage. So, so like, so like, not. This is an issue I had that wasn't a problem with the fold. Uh, it, it's just an issue of the ecosystem that 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 my friends and I live in. Okay. Yeah. So like, so like Kelly, she's iPhone all day. She's not in Element. She's not in Discord. You know, yeah. we text message. Uh, when I was in Nashville, I would have loved to send her videos while I was down there. Right. Uh, I would have loved to send her high res pictures. I couldn't do either of those. She got a low res picture and video was non existent. Yep. But if I had an iPhone. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? It's true. So it's true, dude. I so message. I, I just kinda wanted to tie that in there. But that's part of the reason why I'm probably gonna stick with iPhone. Yeah. Because uh, like Tim Cook has a stranglehold on my friend group. It's true. So Dude, just get her on Element, dude. Get her <laughs> get her on yeah. Element, dude. <laughs> Element's kind of I, I I'm on Element because I love you, but Element is kind of uh, I know, I know. it's got some bit. it's got a couple flaws, yeah. flaws uh, that I probably could fix, but it would take it's a lot like, of work. A, a yeah, lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so I think that the iPhone set in stone is probably where I'm heading. Uh, this is this is gonna sound odd too, but like I went off the deep end with golf. Like I'm going yeah. golfing every weekend. And like everyone has like these like really nice watch distance trackers that Garmin makes that will tell you like how far away from the pin you are with GPS because like they have the courses loaded and they know where you are and they know where the pin is so they can say like 130 yards to the pin. Yep. You know like that like that stuff is valuable. Uh, finding a good one of those on Android is almost non-existent. That sucks. You have you have literally like four options on the Apple side. Uh, yeah, that's the so, thing. That's the thing, dude. How come everyone makes cool shit first on? The, the Apple product, you know what I mean? It's a, it's the same reason why 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 Windows is perceived as being more vulnerable. Yeah, hundred percent. It's because, the platform everyone's on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it's also consistent. Like uh, yeah. I've actually heard for the first time that developers complain about developing for an Apple product. Uh, really? Yeah. Like, what's the problem? Uh, the problem is the Apple Watch. What? Like there was almost a revolt at this last launch for the Apple Watch. Uh, what for? Because they still support the Apple Watch Series Three. Oh, that's and they're what the still selling is. the Series Three, yeah. which is a really super jank screen size. So, like, even if they design a UI, they can't always guarantee it's going to yeah. work on the three from a screen size standpoint. Yeah. And number two, that thing can barely run itself. Like, I know. do you, do you see what people have to do to upgrade the like? To, to, to like upgrade the, the the watch versions on the series three, you have to do a factory reset and then flash the new firmware on yeah. because it doesn't have the storage to unpack the new watch. It, yeah. it, it, it's a, like, like it's to, very unApple. Like why would they sell that? I don't know, man. I I understand wanting to support devices for a long time. Like they've Apple's been good at doing that with their phones, 
but the you Apple can support Watch, it, but you, but you but you don't sell it anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem with selling it, right? Is like, why would they want to uh, end of life the Series Three if they're selling it right now, R- right? So like, yeah, but like that's the problem. Like, that's they don't why they have need to, to stop selling it. They don't have to EOL it. They just have to stop selling it, so new customers don't don't buy it. The 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 problem is the longer they are selling it the harder it's going to be to end of life at any time soon. And they really need to, if they need to draw the line, right? Like, okay, um, Series 3 and below can't get uh, Apple, uh, the new Watch OS. And then apps going forward will only support the new Watch OS, uh, and that's it. And that way, like, developers don't have to worry about the old watches anymore um, unless they choose to. And I think, like... You know, at some point, you know, it's kind of funny if you think about it, like all the premium Apple watches that people bought way back in the They're day. Useless. It's like the series one. Yeah. Like the $12,000 yeah. Goldie boy. Yeah. It's like, first off, the battery exploded in that thing. I'm sure. Right. The battery's probably. Yeah. It's probably if swollen. If it didn't swole, if it's not swollen, it's like there's no capacity left in that thing. Probably. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, <laughs> it, it was a dumb buy, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like they, I understand what you mean with the Apple Watch. That's nutty. Yeah, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Um, so to answer your question, I think that's where I'm going. I'm gonna get the stainless steel, yeah, silver boy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of getting the blue aluminum last time, and I'll never make that mistake again. Yeah, because um, you can't match with anything. And can't match with anything. And uh, I have the Milanese loop and the stainless steel loop. Yeah. And I hate not being able to use those bands. You know, like, yeah, it theoretically fits, but it looks weird to me. You know, it just looks weird to me, so I'll never do it. Right. So uh, I'm going to get the stainless steel one. Uh, as far as tablet situation goes, this is where it gets a little bit tricky. So my options are either keep my current 11M1, uh, sell my 11M1 and get a mini, or have the pocket tablet, a.k.a. the Z Fold 3. Yep, yep, yep. It's really a tough choice. Um, it's a tough choice. Uh, the Fold 3 has definitely taught me that I love this size. Because, it's a good like, size, it's, yeah. It's something you can hold and never get tired. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? So uh, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the Mini to kind of stay in the ecosystem. But that has drawbacks too, right? Like it definitely has more pros of being in the ecosystem, but it's also, it's not waterproof. Yeah. It doesn't fold up. Like if I were to go out to a restaurant and no, 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 like a, like, like a romantic restaurant, but like a bar. And, and like, right. I got there, like just, just hanging out, having drinks or whatever. And, and I wanted to like browse Reddit on my tablet. Where do I put the tablet? Do I leave it on the table? Do I carry a second bag? Right. I can't just fold it up and put it in my pocket. Like I can with the Z fold. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things to consider. So the tablet segment for me is a little difficult right now. I'll say. Yeah, no, I understand. It's, it's like, there's so many options, but it's just, it's a shame to see, after every podcast where we've praised the fold, now to see you do this, uh, it was just kind of wow, uh, dude. It, no, I'm serious. I mean, I still love the fold. I still love. I the know, folds, but right? I'm just like thinking to myself, like, does he have enough justification to go back? And uh, I, I understand the 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 consistency and the battery life thing, but I just didn't know if it was enough. And uh, I'm still not sure if it was enough. Uh, the fold is kind of a yeah. killer device. It is. Um, but it is. like, I, I totally get it, dude. 
I totally get it. I'm sticking with the fold. I made a decision. I'm going to stick to it. Um, Until December. And when yeah, be on an iPhone. I'm well, no, blue maybe or... next December. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I bet I can make you change right now. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. You can change your shirt color on Memoji now. Oh, uh, uh, oh, are you kidding me, dude? No, dude. Oh my God. That's serious, sold, dude. dude. Hold on. Let me get on a nice the gray boy on, quick, dude. dude. Got a nice gray boy on, dude. Dang. That's naughty, dude. About time. Dude, I've yeah. been asking Apple for that for like forever, dude. Most requested feature of 2019. Dude, 100%. finally gave it to us in 2021. Jeez, dude. See, Apple knows how to innovate, dude. I'm telling you. So, anyway, let's move on to topic, dude. Uh, we've it. been talking about this thing for like almost an hour. Twitch data breach, dude. Twitch data breach, dude. Do you know what Twitch is, dude? You heard about it? I know a thing or two about Twitch. Yeah, so I don't know if you know, I've seen but you, on you know, it, I'm kind of a big Twitch guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm kind of a Twitch big deal on Twitch. You know, I'm an affiliate now. Um, <laughs> that means you can sub to me. Uh, and Popular. uh, Popularity. That's five fat dollars that I have to pay taxes on. If uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, so Twitch data breach, dude. Big, uh, big, big leak. A lot of things leaked, including the Twitch source code, apparently. Um, lots of user data, including who the top earners are, who, uh, what everyone's making uh, on Twitch, basically, as far as subscription monies and the payouts go. And, uh, you know, as far as passwords go, you know, they're all hashed and everything. Change your passwords. But uh, if you're using two-factor authentication, I mean, change them anyway, but you're good. Um, so, yeah, man, Twitch data breach. H- have you heard anything about this, dude? I have. I have. I uh... I saw some of the salaries. Uh, I didn't read, in it, read into it too much because... They're making money. Um, They're making fat yeah. money, dude. Yeah, it, it's almost depressing. Yeah, it's like, super like depressing. Bit, right? You're yeah. like, oh my God, dude. Like, I went on Twitch the other day, and I'm literally seeing, like, the thumbnails of all these people that Twitch is promoting, right? Like, the top people. And I'm seeing, like, this person who's, like, ASMR licking. It's a female. She's, like, scanty. You know, she's wearing, like, Weird. barely anything. Licking, like, these, like, you know those mics that are shaped like ears? She's oh, like, yeah, like the binaural microphones? Yeah, she's, yeah, like, licking on them and shit. And, like, how much hell. money do you think she's making licking on the mic, dude, looking good? Probably more than us, dude. Way more than us, dude. She's making, like, crazy. I don't know, but, like, I'm telling you. You're looking, dude. I was like, dude, if I was like a good looking, you know, like I, you are a good looking dude, dude. I, dude, dude where's the where do I buy the binaural mics, dude? Let's can I lick uh, the SM7B, dude? Yeah. Can I can I do that? Look it up, dude. You think people would pay for that? But yeah, dude. So the data breach, um, you know, this just proves yet again that nobody knows how to like secure. I their sent stuff. you a link of where to start your new career. Oh shit! Oh my god, dude. Buying your home. <laughs> oh no, dude. All right, dude. Check this. Check stream. Uh, not stream. Stream. Check this out. Podcast. That here it is. Three ninety nine is a small Beer price boy, to pay dude. for the amount of money I'm gonna make from Twitch. I know, dude. Dude, you, you, be, me, dude? you could trade your SM7V straight up and get this bad boy. Look at these lobes, though, dude. I could lick those on stream for sure. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think there's any acoustical advantage to them being shaped like ears? Or is that just for like the creep factor? So um, the shape of your ear does play an acoustic uh, role in yeah. audio. Yeah, but right? like, we figured but like, out why how to isn't your microphone? That. Why isn't your microphone shaped like an ear, dude? 
No, I, I don't think there is an advantage, really. Uh, we figured out how to simulate... Um, we figured out how to simulate uh, 3D audio, right? Um, you know, the part mm-hmm. of the shape of the ear is it lets you position, you know, sounds and stuff, right? right. I guess that's the, the theory, right? Like, you can hear things behind you, in front of you, a little bit better thanks to the shape of your ear and the way your brain works processing that. So... We don't need to shape our mics, you know what I mean? Uh, if we're trying to create like uh, a 3D audio effect. And if you're trying to, yeah, it, it's just, I don't think it's, I think the only time it might be applicable, now even then, like you see some headphone reviewers put headphones on things like this. I yeah. don't even think that um, it needs that to be bad. shaped like an ear. You know what I mean? Like. Uh. How good are I wonder these if they do I that. I, I, I wonder if the headphone reviewers do that so they can get accurate uh, seal. Mm. That's that's why they do it. That makes so, sense. Because so, the so seal's a they big can part mimic of the, seal. Yeah. the sound yeah. characteristics of a headphone. So if you if you simulate the head, uh, then yeah, you're getting the seal, you're getting the bass response, you're getting everything the headphone is really advertised to. Because that's why even headphone enthusiasts change the pads because different pads will make the headphones sound different. Some people upgrade pads, change them out, get yeah. different sound characteristics out of your headphone. So, uh, yeah, very interesting thought. But <laughs> that's that's besides the Twitch data breach, dude. So <laughs> yeah, we always we're, do this. Though. We're good at that, dude. We're yeah, good at that. I don't know, man. Uh, um, how do you feel about this? Anything other than disappointment, dude? Uh, in another tech company, not uh, properly. Not really. No? Not really. I, I, I'm kind of of the camp that it's, 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 um, it's not realistic to think that your security is bulletproof. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Like it so, never is. So I kind of this live is a my, huge breach, though. Yeah, but like I kind of assume that given enough time yeah i think apple will have a data breach i think google will have a data let me breach. tell you I think something everyone will have a about data um you know i work in cybersecurity, and i think one of the things that uh would mitigate a breach of this scale is not putting all your eggs in one basket right like everything mm-hmm. leaked everything from the twitch source code to all this user data to the password database all this stuff leaked and that's massive but if you split that stuff up uh, right. between endpoints and you have, you know, uh, you kind of, uh, you don't put all your eggs in one basket on one server in one database. You prevent that a little bit. Uh, you, you lock things behind separate so like, credentials. You, so like you want the decentralization of data essentially. Well, that's kind of what, um, you know, I know in my line of work, we do that. So we have to separate we have to have, build a new server every time we're building an, a uh, like something like a new service, right? So I right. have to have a server that has Active Directory on it and DNS because they're kind of like your domain controller runs yeah. that. I have a server. I have a file server. I have a backup server. I have a um, a Radius server. I have a second Radius server. Um, you know, and th- there's nothing stopping me from running all of these services on one server. Right. But because so they want you what, to do what this, do you have to protect like 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 inter server traffic, like 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 inter VLAN traffic? Well, so we have a firewall, right? And then we have uh lots of VLANs. 
the firewall has um, policies that um, determine what's allowed to cross between the VLANs. Okay. We have a DMZ. So we do a lot regarding the network communication and network traffic to make sure that only the things that are allowed to talk are allowed to talk. We have like right. several firewalls. It's retarded. Every Windows machine has the Windows firewall and a a, a separate host-based firewall running on each client, on each node. So there's like so many different layers of security in my line of work. Um, right. And that's man- mandated by our organization. So it's just, to me, if you're safeguarding your data like we're safeguarding our data, like you'd be good, but it's an expensive sure. labor intensive process that not a lot of people want to do and maintain and have oversight. Right. Cause you need like somebody right. that's uh, enforcing your security policies and stuff too. And we do, we have people that come in and make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. So sure. it sure. kind of keeps us accountable. Twitch are keeping themselves accountable. And you know, if you're, self accountable you better be have be really strong willed right um <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. cuz you could just totally be lazy yeah. uh if you don't have yeah. somebody holding you accountable for your security so oh, you're definitely right there that's yeah. why twitch need to have like they like all these security companies need to partner with other companies to be evaluated and checked um they need third party evaluation and uh yeah <laughs> Whenever a security thing happens like this, I kind of just roll my eyes because... So do you think it's just lack of auditing? Uh, an auditing thing is definitely... It, it could be part of it, right? Um, security, like I said, it doesn't bring... We've talked about this before. It doesn't really bring in profits, right? It's just an expense. Right. And it's mm-hmm. mitigating risk. And you have to do... And mitigating expense, essentially. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's a potential expense if you have a security breach, right? Like mm-hmm. you... Um, you know, you're learning about this. Uh, well, you already know about it, but in detail in CISSP, they go over this. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's just one of those things companies have to do is do that risk analysis. How much do we stand to lose and stuff like that? Um, it's just, I don't know if these private corporations, um, you know, care. care. Like, you know, I, um, you know, I've worked with the government and stuff, right? So the government are regulating themselves heavily on their security policies, and they have blanket policies that apply to different organizations uh, within the government, whether it be the DoD or sure. like other three letter three letter organizations or whatever. Uh, they have all these like uh, requirements that they set for themselves, and organizations outside of the government that like do the auditing and stuff uh, that they have partnerships with. And I'm familiar with that environment, you know, uh, and it's just to see what some of these corporations are doing regarding security. It's, it's, um, I'm really curious to see what it looks like on the inside and, and to know, like, are they as accountable as I'm used to being regarding security? Are they, are are they holding themselves accountable? Are they, you know, what, what's their budget for security, you know? What are they doing to lock down their databases? Are they following industry best practices? Like, I'm just really curious. Right. You know, because like whenever I see these breaches, I I just say, I can't answer it either. I mean, but these breaches make you think they're being negligent, right? 
Like that's kind of like the impression you get. Well, they got yeah, they got breached. But anything public facing, especially one as big as Twitch and all these other organizations, they're most at risk. You know, and uh, so you figure like they would be the most secure, or at least attempt to be. But, you would think that, right? Yeah, but it's a cost thing, and it's also executives that you have to convince the executives that spending your budget, you know, having a high security budget is is worthwhile. You have to convince them of that. So, and that can be difficult. And I know from experience, you know, uh, trying to push security to executives is is difficult. Very it's, difficult. It is difficult. I don't know if you've ever had to have that conversation with uh, like senior management about. I have, and I could do you one better. Yeah. So the so 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 the senior executive that I would have to discuss that with is also the CFO. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it's sometimes it's a difficult conversation to have, right? As a security person, obviously you want the best uh, security posture you can get, you can afford. And you have to make decisions on, uh, you know, how much do you spend? Where do you compromise? Where the risk is? You have to do the risk assessment. There's there's a lot involved. So whenever there I see is, this, yeah. Yeah, the data breach is just interesting, you know. For, I'm really curious if they'll come out with more data regarding it. A lot of companies don't like to do that. Um, you know, they claim that user data hasn't been leaked, but you can you can pull the you can download the leaked files right now. Um, they're out there publicly. Anybody can download them and start digging through them. We're probably going to see people within the next few weeks finding some interesting things. We already know what, so. we I already know so. what the top streamers are making, which is like several millions of dollars, um, which is kind of naughty. <laughs> but you know, yeah, crazy, right? You know what I think is funny? This is kind of off topic from the breach, but you know, th- it's kind of funny how these top streamers that are making millions of dollars portray themselves. Because they they make themselves look like your average gamer. They're, in the background, they're like in their mother's basement, but they're millionaires. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're, they're like, yeah. yo, I'm and just like, like you, bro. But they're sitting here, you know, rolling in and, the money. And people seem compelled to give them more money. I know. Well, that's the thing. They make them. They're they're literally playing this act, being relatable, right? Yeah. They're like, look, guys, I'm just like you. I live in a fucking mess. You know what I mean? I, I can't afford a big house, dude. I'm living in some fucking room. I got nothing on my walls, dude. You can see my bed behind me, dude. Like, yeah, yo, <laughs> you know, like some they, of them. They play it up well, dude. I, I'm like, dang, dude. Like, what a fucking con artist almost, you know? Yeah, I mean. You, it's you, entertainment. You know, how, but, you know how I've been. Like, even prior to, like, this whole data breach, like, I've never yeah. really been a big fan of of um, Twitch. yeah. Or streamers, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. It's just I, how I am. I know? like uh, some streamers, but yeah, I'm not really uh, one to watch a lot of them. Uh, you know, I'll yeah, watch my like, friends, and I'll watch like a couple speedrunners, right? Because uh, they're they're really talented, and I can appreciate the talent. But like, I don't yeah, watch so like, streams for personalities. You know what I mean? So like, the few things that I would watch on there um, is uh, I I I like uh, Asmund Gold, um, dude. No, uh, I like uh, AGDQ. Awesome yeah, games AG, done quick. Yeah, I love that too. Uh, and I like fighting game tournaments. Yeah, fighting like games. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent, dude. I love like watching Brawl, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Every year, dude. Like, there's some great fighting game tournaments. Evo, all this shit. 
Yeah, yeah, Eva um, Wonder Brawl, but like, yeah, that's probably one. Or, or like, if like there's a good Counter Strike tournament on, because I love Counter Strike. Yeah, but like, <laughs> as far as like watching like those like personality streamers, like, right. uh, not like your thing, Gold or yeah. XQC or whatever, not my thing, not my thing at all. Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like it, it, it's like Asmund Gold isn't that good at WoW. Like 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 he's very bad. mediocre at best. But yeah. like, why would I watch someone who's like just as good as I am at the game? I know. What you <laughs> I, mean, don't, I don't get it. I know what you mean. I don't know what it is either. It's a personality thing, right? Like yeah. people start to, uh, what do they call it? Parish social relationship, where you feel like you you're friends with the streamer and they have no idea who the fuck you are. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, it, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to talk about something random off topic since we're talking sure. about it. Yo, sure. dude, fighting game tournaments, dude. So you know that that new Nickelodeon fighting game that's like Smash Bros that just came out. No, Nickelodeon. Yeah, dude, if it's on Steam, dude. It's like Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, right? It's like Nickelodeon's fucking fighting game, like Smash Bros. It's like Smash Bros. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Nickelodeon had a game. They yeah, they just came out with it. It's like uh Smash Bros knockoff and I'm holding a tournament at my house not this you weekend. Are. Yes. For for a Nickelodeon game. Yeah, dude. So interesting it, i am dude so i have uh and we're gonna live stream it and we're gonna like shout cast and shit uh can you pull it up like esports yeah yeah shit yeah one second one second but um yeah what we're we're planning um we're gonna have people just come over like we all suck at the game right so it's just gonna be a fun time just fucking around on this stupid game um and i'll put on on, on uh here it is so this is the game uh it's basically you know Nickelodeon's fucking game. They have uh, a bunch of random characters. You got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guys. People I have no I fucking idea who it is. SpongeBob, Sandy Cheeks, that dude from Oh, that's Powder Toast, Toast Man. Man, yeah, dude. dude. You got him. You got All Ren right. and Stimpy. You got how much fucking, is this game? It looks pretty neat. It's like forty bucks. Uh, that's not bad. You got Patrick Starr, dude. You got Nigel Thornberry, dude. Uh, oh my god, Nigel Thornberry. Dude, All real his fucking, dude. He has a move that he pecks with his nose. Um, oh, it's fucking hilarious. Um, all right, this looks pretty good. I t- dude, it's hilarious. Uh, so yeah. Um, I don't know all the characters, but like, it's just kind of like a retarded game that's fun as hell. Invader yeah, Zim, good. Helga from Hey Arnold. Uh, they have Reptar from uh Rugrats. <laughs> so it's just kind of uh, it's just a good like it's not a good game, but it is right. It's just kind of like funny um it's it's just a good time like it's kind of like smash bros ish you ever play slap city no uh slap city's like another knockoff smash bros it was made by the people that made that and uh so we're gonna hold a tournament we're gonna live stream it and we're gonna like make it esports style that's pretty cool that's pretty neat yeah so we're gonna have an esports style production where we like we make it legit and like chad and i are gonna shout cast it that'll be fun and uh we have no idea like we're gonna make it like like we're gonna make it like we're gonna be serious about it, but like to the point where it's satire and it's yeah. funny. And uh, I thought cool. that would be fun. Yeah, dude. Uh, to get like to get loud and hype over fights that are like button mashing because we don't know how to play the fucking game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's gonna be fun as hell, dude. So check it out. Uh, hopefully, we make it really uh, pro looking production because we're gonna we're trying to make it like legit. Um, that'll be fun as hell, dude. Yeah, it'll be a fun time, dude. I'll, I'll show you the VOD if you don't get to watch it live. But it's going to be funny as hell. Um, 
Okay, one last thing, dude. Okay, so the Twitch data breach. breach I want to move on. I figured out what I wanted to talk about, dude. Facebook all right, and all these other companies going down, like, what, like two days ago? Yeah, dude. Did you hear about that? I, yeah, I did. What was that? Like, who else went down? Facebook? Is that it? Facebook, and WhatsApp, Instagram. What, Instagram? Uh, WhatsApp. I think basically anyone who, 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 who uses, like, a Facebook-affiliated name server. Yeah. So it was a DNS thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's freaking nuts, right? How many? How much money like, do you think they lost across? Like, B- dude, like so BGP much routes didn't even work and stuff. That's crazy. Like so the network. I think the whole died. controversial, the, the the whole controversy is more interesting than the actual event. You know, Tell like me about how it. They talked about like how. Uh, well, like I I don't know like all of like the information because like I don't really follow Facebook or have a Facebook account. But essentially, my understanding of it is is like they're under investigation by like the the, the U.S. government for like exploitation and targeting and all that stuff. Right. Uh, and there was like a whistleblower or something. Yeah, uh, I heard about who, that, but I didn't really who was supposed like, get to into testify it. like the next day. Yeah. So like people are speculating that like. There's no way that Facebook doesn't have like backup DNS and all of this stuff. Uh, what? What? So, so, so they're speculating that this was in, that 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 this was an, an, an intentional outage by Facebook so they could destroy and wipe servers of information. Oh uh, my God, that's some bullshit. If true, yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. So, like, again, you know, tinfoil hat stuff, but who knows? You know, I, 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 I too am in the camp of. of Finding it hard to believe they, they they don't have redundant name servers, but yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, dude. Think about it. Like, you would and, build and like, this redundancy. Like, your your millions of dollars are on the line. Losing right. business and, and, and like, outage, like for a short period of time. To my knowledge, Facebook's name servers, like unreachable by BGP, yeah. has never happened to my knowledge ever. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I will say that Facebook isn't the only one. Like, we had a big. Uh, outages from Microsoft. I know last year there was a big one where yeah, anybody that yeah. used uh, at Azure AD and stuff was out for a, mm-hmm. a period of time, and that's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's insane. Crazy. It's, crazy, it's a yes. huge argument. Like they want to make this push for cloud services, but then you you have an outage that's like a global outage to your entire customer base. Um, and I I just roll my eyes because like I'm somebody that is uh, I'm all about self hosting, even regarding uh, commercially. With like act, having your own like uh, Windows Server, Active Directory, local cache, and like sure. uh, I'm somebody that's super skeptical to bring. Uh, you know, I I know when in in our organization we don't really uh, use a lot of cloud services, so I'm skeptical toward them. Obviously, they come with a lot of benefits, but uh, see, so so I'm kind of in a different camp with you. Well, yeah, you uh, use Azure AD. I do, I do, but like I'm kind of also in a different mindset. So, like, yeah. re- really quick, just to give a different perspective, um, we're a small 11 man company yeah. where I work. I could never have the security budget that Microsoft has. I just couldn't do it. Right. Um, now, you know, you could also make the argument of, well, Microsoft is a bigger target, you know, so on and so forth. So, like, it could, it, it, it could go both ways. But, you know, I could never afford the security budget that Microsoft has. Yeah. And, your self-hosted stuff can go down as well, you know. So like, if so like, if my yeah. if my Azure goes down, I don't care who else is down. I care that I'm down, and I would be in that same scenario if I hosted it myself too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I will for say me, this, I, right? I, I, view, I I think I view it a little differently. No, so. when it comes to out it like downtime, right? Like I have to admit, I know 
I've had more downtime than Facebook and I've had more downtime than Google, Microsoft, all, you know, Mm -hmm. and I can't, I can't argue against that. Right. Um, so it's not like I can go, Oh, look, you know, they had downtime globally. So, right. That's a justification to self. It's not, um, you know, there are other reasons to do it than just that, but, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. I think that, that, We've built the web in such a way where it's hard to build redundancy for certain things. Uh, DNS, it yeah, it, uh, in particular, um, like I, I mean, you can have multiple DNS servers, but and I, I, I don't know. It's it's really interesting. Um, I'm really curious how it happened if it was an actual legitimate thing and not a conspiracy theory. Um, yeah, because like. There was some talk about it potentially being like somebody uploaded uh, a change that happened to just bring everything down, and yeah. that's but that's a perfectly possible thing. Like we've I've made mistakes in in my career. I was telling you about one the other day where I had a written a script that uh, it would run every day, and every day um, it would slowly accumulate more and more certificates on my machine to the point where the machines a year later were like snail slow. And I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. So, you know, things happen. Uh, and one man can most certainly, uh, with oh, the right privileges, absolutely. could yeah. break down, bring down the entire, uh, you know, Facebook enterprise, basically, uh, if he made a mistake. That's why you, that's why we're so well paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> we're paid to not make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Uh, or to make, uh, to make the least amount of mistakes possible. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I get it. It's I just interesting it. that uh, the Facebook, WhatsApp, and all them went down, though. Um, yeah, it, really, it was fun. Really I heard odd. somebody say on YouTube comments, they were like, <laughs> for a day, the world was a better place. <laughs> yeah, right? Facebook is terrible. Yeah, it is. All right, dude. Let's move on, dude. Steam Deck teardown. So recently, uh, this Valve, is mostly you because I this yeah, is news to up. me. So, yeah, yeah, so I'll pull up the YouTube video. But uh, uh, so recently on the Valve YouTube channel, they've published a teardown, uh, which was uh, you know, take a look inside Steam Deck, and I'll go ahead and pull it up in the browser. So, uh, this is the video in question, and. There was a video on Linus Tech Tips. They did a uh, like a reaction video <laughs> of this video uh, on the uh, LTT YouTube channel with uh, Anthony, which is always okay. a good time. And yeah, uh, I think they had very similar opinion to me. Uh, whereas you know, and I went on Reddit to find out what you know everyone's impression of this video was, and there was a lot of praise. You know, the fact that Valve would say, "Look, you can open our device; it's repairable. Um, here's how you do it. Here's how you update the M.2 SSD if you want." Um, so yeah, there's a lot of praise to be had for that, that very reason. But, uh, in this video, they're kind of condescending in like, uh, you should never do this. Uh, do this is bad. You know, uh, you could kill yourself. Uh, you could die. Uh, if you open this steam deck, uh, wear an ESD bracelet. I mean, they're kind of very much like, uh, do not do this. And I think that right. that's kind of, uh, weird, you know, like, I'm somebody that opens up a lot of laptops. We build PCs, and they're they're obviously marketing this as a PC, right? Right. Uh, right. And, and to have a do not open this mindset, 
with a device like this. Uh, it, it's like, okay, yeah, it's not intended to be opened, but I'm not going to die, my dude. Uh, if <laughs> like I understand the risks, and it it might be a like a uh, like their legal team is like, yo, we don't want people opening this, uh, and then like blaming our video and like yeah. if they they uh, if they if the battery gets punctured, it catches fire, that we don't want to get sued. Maybe this is a way for them to like cover their ass. Uh, by by saying these things in the video, um, but it's a pretty interesting video. You can see they're doing drop tests here. Uh, they're they're basically like, yo, if you open it, you could compromise the uh, structural integrity of the device. Blah blah. Uh, yeah. So here's the device. You're probably seeing it on video. Um, they're talking about the ESD bracelet. Let me fast forward, my dude. So here's the internals. Now, one of the things that is a takeaway for me is the removable joysticks. Uh, you can see that. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting to me. That's huge because, yeah. you know, as you know, um, stick drift, baby. Stick drift is a thing. It happens. These joysticks, uh, you know, basically have a lifespan. And, you know, who wants to replace their entire device when a joystick goes bad, right? Uh, nobody no, nobody does, dude. So the fact that you could just unscrew it, uh, you know, take it out and then buy another one. They basically said like availability for these sticks uh, will be. Uh, we'll talk about that in the future, so that they're probably going to sell these uh, parts. It, you know, that's pretty cool. That's which pretty would cool. be amazing, right? And like, shit, we might even get third party options for these, right? I mean, these the boards aren't that complicated, and they're just a, a joystick. You know what I mean? Um, so that might be exciting. But the fact that I can, if if I have something wrong with my, my joystick, I can just r- replace it. That's amazing. And uh, to move on to in the video, I want to show you the uh, M.2 because obviously, you know, that's uh, an interesting thing. Yeah. Down here in the bottom left, you can see like it's a very small form factor one. I forget what the exact name for this is. That's the same size um, as Series X uses. Yeah. So very small. Um, they they don't want you to remove this because they claim that they've picked a SSD that's specific to. Uh, that has uh, very little, because um, it's close to the Wi-Fi module, they don't want a wireless interference uh, to take place. That's why they have an EMI shield on top. Uh, they said, like, this SSD has, like, the right, like, um, uh, I guess, uh, wireless kind of, like, um, interference sure. profile uh, that, that doesn't mess with the wireless experience. Uh, so they they caution for that. They also caution for ones that are, like, uh, that might have NAND flash on both sides. It might uh, not fit properly. So, you know, they say you can do it, but, like, we don't really recommend it. Um, but they do take it out, and it's kind of nice that you can just swap that uh, if you bought the cheaper Steam Deck, like, right? A lot of people will save a lot of money buying the cheaper one. Maybe they want to upgrade it down the line. So that's right. I think that's a really novel thing. Here's yeah, the, no, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, one last thing I want to bring up is, what do you think about this uh, thermal system? So you can see here you have one uh, w- like heat pipe going to the actual um, APU, and then you it goes up to the top where you have a Nintendo Switch-like uh, fan yeah. setup yeah. and your heat sink. They don't really tear it down beyond this, uh, which is a shame. But, I mean, this is a 15-watt device, right? Uh, so according to what we know about like the Nintendo switch, right? Nintendo switch uh, docked is like 15 Watts. And I think undocked is like 10 Watts. So if this is a 15 watt device, I mean, that's sufficient, right? Um, You know, it might ramp your fan up if you're 15 Watts undocked um, versus like the switch is 10. 
uh, undocked. Right. Right. So you would think like, okay, that's going to be five more watts of uh, thermals that you're going to have to account for. But this is a slightly larger device too, uh, and it might even have a better thermal characteristic as a result. Uh, I don't know, man. I, that looks pretty good to me. Um, uh, I think so too. I think so too. You know, it obviously depends a lot on that interface uh, that that we. I don't think we see in the video. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, hundred uh, like, percent. Like we don't like, know. I'm circling my mouse around it, but I think you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I can't see it on, on my right side. Right there. But yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we don't know it. what they're using here yeah. um, to actually make contact with the heat pipe and everything. Um, hopefully it's sufficient, but I imagine it would be. Um, this is an interesting battery. It's like an L shape. You see it? It's like multiple cells. Um, you know who uses an L shaped battery, dude? Who? I guess. Uh, what, iPhone did? I think I guessed it. What, iPhone? I think Fold? I guessed it. What are you I talking think about? I guessed it. L-shaped battery, dude. What? I'm guessing, dude. It's not the iPhone? The fuck Check you? your chat, dude. What are you sending to me? Oh, my God, dude. Get out of here with that shit. Is that, is that the optimal battery shape? I think it's the battery shape for that space. That's optimal. <laughs> Fucking shit, dude. Look at that Apple logo. So, yeah, okay, I get it, dude. So, um, whoops. L-shaped batteries, dude. Yeah, so pretty interesting, dude. Um... Pretty interesting little uh, teardown video. I respect that they've done it. I think that it's really cool that we have user-replaceable joysticks. I think that that means that um, this this is a device that if you invest in it uh, and it happens to go bad and you don't feel like sending it in under warranty, you can definitely do the work yourself. Um, yeah. And that's great. You know, I think that's just going to make it last way longer. Um, and you know, if I hand it off to my son and he happens to get my controls all gr you know gunked up. You I can, can take just, it apart and I clean can, it or replace it exactly. if you have to. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's like really great. Um, yeah. So the fact that I can just unscrew it and it not be glued together. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a good video. Like, I think you're right. Like, I think the message here is, hey, we want to show you how open this is, but our legal team also needs us to CYA. Yeah, you know? 100%. Uh, because like this kind of reminds me of the time I went skydiving. Uh, like they make you like 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 this is a place that does skydiving, right? And right. they may they 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 make you watch this video beforehand. That's like twenty minutes long, and it's basically this attorney saying like this is one of the most dangerous things you can do. This is <laughs> this is so bad for you. You shouldn't do this. And right. and, and, and and like they go into saying things like even if things go one hundred percent right and you do everything properly and all the safety checks pass, you can still die. Like yeah. that was basically what the video is. Right. Uh, and like and, and like one couple in my like jump group actually left after watching the video. Wow. But like but like yeah but but like so like that that kind of reminded me of that my mindset you know what i mean so talk about scaring the shit out of your customers yeah. though yeah <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean it's like do yeah. you really want people that are super nervous up there you need people with clear heads to like yeah. do the right shit yeah <laughs> i don't know which which off topic yeah. i have two more jumps left before i can jump not tandem so oh shit okay that'd be yeah, awesome I've gone, I've gone three times oh wow i've, I've think got, you need what? five really yeah Dang. dude it's amazing i love it that yeah. would be unreal i would yeah. love to do that that'd be sick i've never done that I'd yeah. be scared shitless, but uh Yeah, so like you you kind of have like a basic idea of where I live, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh so like I live in like northeastern PA and the place by me uh in Hazleton 
uh, has the the owners and the Guinness Book of World Records for most free falls. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, like the guy is crazy. That's but nuts. anyway, uh, if you go up on a clear day from the Hazleton Place, you can see the New York City skyline uh, <laughs> when you like open the door to jump out from Pennsylvania. It's That's pretty sweet. Awesome, yeah. dude! I love that. That's really cool. Anyway, dude, last topic of the day is the uh, New World. So we've all been playing New World uh, when we can, um, and yeah. it's been a good experience, yeah. dude. What do you think? It's a lot of fun. I, I mean, I'm 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 personally loving the game. You know, I love how combat is. It's really enticing to me that we could be outnumbered or outleveled, yet yeah. still outplay opponents. Like that's a really that's interesting nuts. feeling. We were like ten yeah. levels plus yeah. behind, yeah, and uh, yeah. we were able to outplay yeah. these guys. Yeah, uh, that's that was really fun. I mean, it was definitely hard because they had the, like when we had that big engagement, we had a big PvP engagement, and they outnumbered us and outleveled us, and you know we kind of uh, were at this point where we're standing on the outside of our safe zone or inside of it, just like we want to walk past. They're blocking yeah. us. We had to yeah. call in uh, the, the the cavalry, guns. dude. Yeah, dude. And eventually, people showed up, and st- we started to like beat ass, dude. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, I didn't feel like I was screwed because I was like over 10 levels behind. I was yeah. still doing a lot of work and, um, and, and healing. And, you know, it, it, was, it was a great time, dude. I, I, I've been having a great time with the game other than the queues. Really bad the first week or so. Um, but they're starting to uh, lighten up now. I know that, you know, our server that we were playing on, one of the most populated servers, and if not the uh, most populated server, and we were... I don't think we're the most populated, but we were really high. And um, Olympus, I think, is the most populated. Yeah, or the one that Stroud is on. Yeah, yeah. Now I know Aspengold is on Olympus. Okay, I think Stroud's on something else. Uh, yeah, they basically take over those servers. Um, the big streamers do, and uh, we have a couple streamers on our server, but nothing significant. There's actually like a web page that'll tell you where the streamers are, um, it, which is pretty funny. <laughs> it's like you want to avoid streamers. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's lightened up now where you can actually get in the game. I know for many nights, it was like several hours of waiting, uh, just to get in and hopefully you don't get kicked off the game. I know personally I've had my game crash, uh, at least twice and I've, I, that made me have to wait all over again. Uh, and that sucks. I'm not the only one of my friends that had the game crash and then be locked out of the game. That sucks. Uh, but when we are playing the game, uh it's really fun uh the gathering the crafting the pvp i'm so low level like i think i'm like 21 yeah Uh, same with me i'm like 21 yeah and uh yeah and that's just because i'm not in a hurry you know what i mean i i'm just uh enjoying the game as it comes and uh but like everything i've done on it so far it's been pretty good really curious to see how like mid to late game is gonna go um because you know i think mid game starts as like level 50 dude you know how like leveling yeah. slows hard at it does the end. it does yeah and uh it's probably the same with this game so really curious to see how it works uh you know and how the wars and stuff work i don't know much about the game even still um but it's been pretty neat <laughs> you know what i mean hopefully it continues to to grow and develop i'm really curious to see what the community's thought of late game is now that we have people yeah, yeah. max leveling already i'm excited to check it out I, I i probably won't get any time to play today uh yep. but uh yeah i'm excited to hop back in yeah no it looks great dude 
Uh, yeah, man. But that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about, dude. Are we wrapping up? We are, dude. I think it's going to be one of the first podcasts for my camera battery didn't time. Oh, my God. That's crazy, dude. Anyway, that's been the Technostatic Podcast. Thanks for coming along. Thank you. If you want to check us out, we're all over the place. YouTube, Spotify, whatever, dude. We're on your podcasting platform of choice. Check out technostatic.com. If you want to give us a message, please leave us an email. Leave us a little comment down below Anyone, on YouTube. Someone. Dude. Someone. Talk someone to comment. us, please. We're lonely. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on the Technostatic Podcast. Take it easy.